Welcome to Imprint, a podcast about creating a home and life you love. I'm Natalie Walton, an interior designer, stylist, and best-selling author focused on an holistic approach to homes. Each week, I'm sharing insights and interviews about the creative process to help you enhance both your interiors and well-being, as well as provide you with the tools and resources to make considered and sustainable choices with all that you create. The number one reason people contact me to help them with their interiors is because they're stuck. They can't make a decision. They're going backwards and forwards and second guessing themselves and spinning themselves into confusion. If this is you, you need to pause and rethink your decision and rethink the way you act. In today's conversation, I'm going to share three powerful ways to help you change the way you think about decision making. It's going to be very powerful and really valuable. And if you resonate with me and the lessons I share in this podcast, I want to remind you that if your home is important to you and you're ready to finally take action and create the home you want, a place that lights you up when you walk through the front door, you have just two days left to enroll in the Styling Masterclass. Doors are about to close and this is the last time the course will be offered at this price. If you want to finally feel confident about creating beautiful interiors, like the ones you see in your favorite social feeds and books, now is the time to learn a process that will actually get you results. I've added a link in the show notes to take you straight to the enrollment page, or you can go to nataliewalton.com forward slash the styling masterclass. I can't wait to help you learn how to create beautiful, authentic interiors with clarity and confidence. Enroll now at nataliewalton.com forward slash the styling masterclass. Now on to today's conversation. Welcome to Imprint. I'm very excited to have you here today. I hope you've been enjoying this bumper week of content and finding a lot of value in these conversations and that it's really helping you to rethink the way you approach creating not only your home, but your work and your life. Because that's my goal for you, that you can learn to see what's possible, not only for your spaces, but for your life too. Ultimately, that's why I started this podcast. I truly believe that if we are to live our best life and honor the life that we've been given, we need to make it count. We need to step into our purpose. We need to embrace the gift that we've been given. And we can't hold back because of our fears. We can't give up because we feel uncomfortable. And if I'm being really honest, they're just excuses. You're here today for a reason, and I want to help you learn how you can move past feeling stuck with your home and with your life. Now, as I mentioned, one of the biggest reasons that people get stuck is because of fear. I know I've felt this myself many times. 
I've shared the story of feeling fear before stepping into the editor's office to put my hand up to style my first photo shoot. I've also felt fear many times when I've asked people who I admire and respect to be in my books. Now, that might sound ridiculous to you, but I have truly felt fearful about what they will say. And I sometimes do this thing, and I've noticed that my, my youngest son does this too. Not that he's looking at emails, but when he doesn't want to be, or he's in a situation and he feels uncomfortable, he closes his eyes. And sometimes I do that. I can't believe I'm admitting this, but sometimes I do this. When I'm looking at an email, if I've sent a request to somebody, particularly somebody that I really admire, or if I've sent a, you know, a pitch to a book publisher or, you know, approach somebody to be on my podcast that I really admire and I get a response from them, I actually close my eyes and kind of squint at the screen because I'm so nervous to look at the answer. I don't know if you've ever done that or if I'm just completely losing it, but I, I've done that many times and it's that sort of sense of fear within me. I'm so nervous, but not nervous because I'm anxious. It's like this sort of fear about what's going to happen next because it's, it's a step into the unknown. And if I'm really honest, I think it's, it's a fear. And I think we all feel this. I wonder if you felt this too, that it's not just that they might, and it's the same thing that happened when I sort of stepped into the office with Deb. It's, it's not just the fear that you're going to get rejected, but the fear that it might happen. And that with that comes that you're going to have to step into this new challenge, this new version of yourself, this new identity, you know, this new, yes, just a new version of yourself. And, and I think that, you know, we, we all experience that. It's, it's a feeling it, that it fills your entire body. I'm sure, you know, nod your head if you've, if you've experienced this or say yes, even if you're saying it out loud. But because I think that what happens on the other side of fear for me, and I'm curious to know if, if this is what happens for you too, it's relief. Every time I felt fear, I've also felt a huge sense of relief afterwards, even if it's not the answer that I want. But it's the not knowing that can weigh on you. It's the your mind spinning out of control that kind of creates that anxiety within you and that worry and all those thoughts and feelings going round and round and round. And it's exhausting. <laughs> And so that's why when you actually embrace your fears, you, you address them, that you also have this huge sense of relief afterwards. So today we're going to get back that control and really help you make some decisions. We're going to look at three ideas which will help you in a huge way if you're feeling stuck about making a decision. Now, these are ideas that I go into detail on the Styling Masterclass, because if you want to know how to make good decisions and you want to evolve into the next version of yourself and live your purpose, you need to embrace these ideas. They are foundational, but we're going to touch on them today. And I'm going to give you some practical exercises that you can work through to help you 
move through this fear and move out of feeling stuck so that you can make a decision. The first one is to acknowledge your fear. So this is something that I have noticed with so many different elements of styling, interior design, creating a home, running a business, even being a mother, you know, there are so, you know, um, improving my health journey, um, meditating, you know, all of these things, really working on um, my mind and my beliefs and my identity and all of these things. The first step to almost every single process is awareness. And it's because what happens is that so often we live by default. We stop noticing our spaces. We stop noticing our thoughts. We stop noticing our beliefs and the way that we're choosing to show up in the world. But when you create an awareness, when you actually pause for a moment and you actually question what you're doing, how you're behaving, the way you're thinking, even something like your phone usage, you know, the first step of that is awareness. If you want to learn how to manage your time better, the first step is awareness. How am I spending my time? You know, create a journal of it, you know, document it into, you know, a spreadsheet or whatever, or just jot in a notebook. If your sort of social media use is, is getting out of control, you're feeling really anxious about social media, you know, create awareness about how much time you're actually spending on there. And so whatever it is, if it's, you know, the way that you're creating your home, the first step needs to be to create awareness. And so the same is true for fear. You must create awareness about your own fears. Acknowledge them. Acknowledge your fear because it has kept you safe. That is its job. But the thing with fear is it's not going to help you become the next version of yourself. It wants to keep you in your old identity. But as humans, our job is to evolve and grow. So you need to let go of that fear and that old identity. So here is something that you can do right now to help you move away from fear into a, in a practical way. So the, for this exercise, I want you to thank the fear that you experience and thank it for the role that it's played in your life and acknowledge that it's kept you safe to this point. Thank you. You know, you've kept me safe. I appreciate what you're trying to do. I acknowledge what you're trying to do. So I really want you to take a moment and do that right now. And then when you do, you will start to feel a sense of relief because you've let it go. You've let that fear that has been part of your, you know, busyness in your head, you're letting it go. It's time to thank it, acknowledge the role it's played in your life, and then just let it go because you are about to evolve. Because the next step is you need to choose courage. As I've said, fear wants to keep you safe. And how it does that is it keeps you where you are. 
But if you want to move forward, if you want to grow, if you want to evolve, if you want to, you know, become the best version of yourself, you need to choose the opposite of fear, which is courage. You need to choose courage and step into action. This is so important. And again, it relates to so many different aspects of our life. It can relate to, you know, you choosing to make change in your home. It can relate to, you know, if you're, you want to declutter your home or simplify your home, or if you want to, um, you know, if you want to stop your children being on devices all the time, or if you want to stop yourself being on your phone all the time, if you want to, you know, step into a new career or a new path in your life or step into the next version of yourself, you need to choose courage and step into action. Because the other alternative is, do you want to live a life of fear or do you want to live a life of regret? And actually, I've never shared this before, but for, for a long, long time, one of the things, one of my mantras in many, many ways was I didn't want to live a life of regrets. And that has actually been a core piece of my identity for a long, long time. It was actually like throughout my 20s, um, my, throughout my 30s, I was, that was something that was always there. I did not want to live a life of regrets. I would rather try and fail than not have tried at all. And that has served me really well. Now, I think that, and I know that I have evolved since then. I think there's more nuance to that. But for me, that has been really powerful to not want to regret something. And so again, you know, if I go back to that moment with stepping into the editor's office, that feeling of, you know, fear of regretting not asking actually became more uncomfortable for me than the fear of rejection if she said no, because I would be living with that, that decision that I hadn't actually tried. You know, I hadn't actually tried to do that thing when I had an opportunity right in front of me. And, you know, sometimes we have to do that and we get to that point. It's like a tipping point when your fear of regret will actually be greater than your fear of, you know, living, you know, of doing the actual thing. So, um, or, you know, not doing the thing. So, so instead of, so this is something that you can sort of choose to think, you can, instead of choose to think, well, you know, instead of saying like, who am I to do this? You know, who am I to kind of go and step into Deb's office and ask if I can style this feature? Who am I to go and contact and email a publisher and ask if I can do a book? Who am I to, you know, go and approach, um, you know, X, Y, Z to be on my podcast? You know, who am I to do this? And instead I can say, well, why not? Why not me? Why not? Why, why can't I do that? Because there is no reason why you can't do that. I think it's really important to choose your calling or your purpose over your fear. 
which is really just holding you back into your old self and identity. And we have many different parts of our identity and fear is just one part. So choose the part of you that is courageous. Choose that part of you that makes brave choices. Choose that part of you that embraces your future and doesn't live in your past. This is an exercise for you that you can kind of go through. And it's, this is part of my daily journaling practice. And I found it has really helped me make some big decisions in my life. Because it's really important to watch your language. And again, it's a creating that awareness about the language that you use. So instead of saying, I'm not very good at making decisions, or I make bad decisions, instead of that, say, or use I, what's called I am statements. So I, you know, write this down in your journal or in a piece of paper or in a notebook. I am dot, dot, dot. So I am capable of making good decisions. And then go and list the reasons why. You know, I'm capable of making good decisions because I've made many of them, or I'm capable of making good decisions because I can break it down into a process and look at the different reasons why or whatever, you know. Or you could say, if this was easy for me, I would dot, dot, dot. You know, what would you do? If this process was easy for me, I would whatever you that would be. Or if this decision was easy for me, I would X, Y, Z. So for me, often when I, when I write down um, this process, it is, you know, to go through this exercise, if this was easy for me, and this is literally what I write, I would follow someone else's framework or I would follow someone or model my behavior on someone who is ahead of me, somebody who has got the results in life that I want. And when it comes to styling, when it comes to interiors, when it comes to creating a beautiful home, when it comes to creating a business that feels aligned with your purpose and aligned with who you are and feels authentic and, you know, sort of really is something that you can feel proud of. Well, I'm happy to be that person for you. I'm happy to show you the way and help you make those decisions because I have had to make a lot of decisions and I've learned a lot along the way. And that is the whole process that the foundation to the process that I share in the Styling Masterclass, it is fundamental to my teaching and my teaching process is to share those decisions that I've made and explain why and share and create a framework so that you can make decisions easily and that you don't have to keep spinning around and around and not sure of what step to take next. I mean, when it comes to literally the process of styling, I break it down step by step, exactly what you need to do, how you need to put the pieces into the space and what happens when you do those. And so that you can learn the process so that you can do it in your own home and adapt it to your needs over time. It's a very simple process and it takes, takes out the guesswork so that you don't feel overwhelmed or you don't feel stuck or you don't know what decision to make next because I'm giving you the framework so that it's already there in front of you. So the third step that you need to take 
if you're feeling stuck on a decision, you need to move into action. And just like Brene Brown says that shame can't exist when it's named, I believe that fear can't exist when you move into action. Okay, maybe it might present as discomfort, but once you step into action, it really starts to dissipate. And that's what I was talking about before. When, when you sort of actually go move into action, you feel this sense of relief. Even if the outcome might not be what you want, you feel like such a sense of relief that you're not just spinning around and around in circles and not kind of making any progress because you're not making any decisions. But once you make a decision, it's like, okay, I can move on now. And it's such a sense of relief and that fear just dissipates. And what once felt uncomfortable now feels completely normal or acceptable. And what I mean by that is that once you do that, you know, for me, it's like once I send out one email to somebody whose home I want to feature into my book, then, you know, the next 10 people that I contact, it actually just starts to feel normal. That, that initial email that I send out can feel quite uncomfortable, but then it's like, ah, oh, I've done it. It's okay. I can do this. I can move on, you know, and the same can happen when you're, you know, you're creating things within your own home. You know, you're making decisions in relation to your own home. Once you've made a key decision, then the rest of the decisions start to fall into place. It's when you keep going around and around in circles that it starts to feel more and more overwhelming because you're not actually making any progress. You need to move into action to make progress. So the final exercise I have got here for you is I want you to think about what's one thing you can do today to step into action and choose courage over fear. I want you to embrace the identity of someone who makes good decisions and feels confident. I am capable of making good decisions. I am dot, dot, dot. I want you to step into your purpose and calling and move away from fear. All of the links and info for this episode are at nataliewalton.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can get a direct download of the latest episode. And I really appreciate when you take a minute to rate and review, as well as share the love with someone you know who might benefit from this episode or on social media. If you'd like to access a range of free resources, come visit my website, nataliewalton.com. Thank you to Jaeger Media for producing this podcast. And I would also like to acknowledge the people of the Bundjalung Nation where it was recorded and pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. I look forward to connecting again soon. I'm Natalie Walton and you've been listening to Imprint.